conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Six and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. No Bubba today. Bubba is away. He'll be back uh, Wednesday. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Catch us on America's boldest radio stations around the country on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Bold enough to carry this show. Uh, also, you can watch us live on YouTube now. You can also listen to us on the TuneIn app uh, or download uh, or listen streaming to the podcast archives every day. Uh, we talked about it. It's coming uh, a week from today and tomorrow. And that is the movie Kingdom Men Rising. Uh, Coach Tony Dungy joins us now to discuss. Coach, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? You know what? I'm I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Bubba's actually coaching today. What is he coaching? <laughs> when I say this, when I say this to you, you you won't believe what I'm about to say. Uh, Bubba is actually a very good high school tennis coach. Tennis? Wow, I would not have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have guessed football, yeah, sure. offensive line maybe, but uh, <laughs> wow, tennis. Yeah, Bubba actually, when he played, uh, he played one spring training mm-hmm. of football, and he was a, a dashing uh, slot back, but over the years of putting weight on, he's now a pulling guard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. Well, I know that, uh, that we, we share um, – uh, and, and one thing uh, involving our country, and that is the state of men and, and a true biblical masculinity. Uh, we, we've got a lot of confused men in a society that sadly, you know, there was a time uh, when our society looked to the, the husband and to the, the father, uh, and we said, and just a man who, who may be even a single guy, and we said, you know, if the men – are the answer to the problems of the world. And now it has, it's a complete 180 in our country, especially, but also around the world, where there is an attack on masculinity where people say, no, men are not the answer to the problems. Men are the problem. And, and it's, it's led to a, a very confused generation of men. I'm, I'm involved strongly in men's ministry because, uh, and I know that you are, and of course, Tony. Um, you know, is in, involved in a lot of ministry, but he has a strong emphasis on the men's ministry, obviously, with this movie. So tell us a little bit, Tony, how you got involved in the movie and what, what we're hoping to accomplish next week. Yeah, Kingdom Men Rising, it's uh, really just what you're saying. It, it is a, a documentary that describes what God really has designed for men and how we are to, to function in the world. And our, our young men especially haven't gotten this kind of training. We we got it from our dads and our grandparents, and, and it got passed down, but uh, somehow that, that's gotten cut off. And now our young boys especially, they're getting their cues on how to be a man from the movies, from music, from all different kinds of sources, but it's not biblical. And so Dr. Evans wanted to get a project and get some men that these kids could relate to and have these men talk about what it really means to stand up for the Lord, how to live. And so there's some exciting people in it, Lecrae and, uh, gosh, uh, Kirk Franklin and people in the music industry, athletes. Um, but the, the message is 
hey, don't listen to what the world says about being a man. You got to listen to what the Bible says. No, no question. You know, and I'm glad that that you guys and, and Tony made sure they were men from different walks of life in this documentary because I think one of the things that gets too simplified. My wife said this to me. I was doing a conference one time and and we were discussing, and she said, and and I talked to some of the small group leaders. Be sure that these young men, because these were all you know high school and college age men that they don't think that you're saying the way to be a man is to like and do all the things you do. Like, you know, if, if they didn't play football, they're not a man. If they if they don't do this, they're not a man. If they don't hunt and fish, they're not a man. And I thought that was a good word, and I did find out that a lot of these young guys were saying, well, if we're not like you, does that mean we're less a man? No. No, the the, the standard for, for being a man is Jesus. I mean, when, when God became one, and uh, wherever he has you, there's a biblical masculinity like masculinity that you talked about and we've been trying to talk about that really is the only foolproof example. Absolutely. When I, I was young, hmm. I didn't demand the National Football League because, it was, you know, the, the locker room was a, a secular place and there's a lot going on. Hmm. People like Reggie White who said, no, I can stand up and be the biggest, baddest, strongest, toughest guy on the field, but I can still honor the Lord in his way, do things right in the Bible, and tell people that uh, I can play this game even though it's violent, and I can play it for the Lord. So I think wherever you are, you know, mm. What are you hey, saying? Hey, it's probably pretty powerful. Yeah, it is. I think it's, hey, Coach, we're, we're losing you on a sale. Oh. And, okay, uh, you're gonna, you know what? I'm going to move to a little bit better spot. Yeah, move, this? It, yeah that's good. Now go okay. back and, and say what you said about you, the NFL when you entered the NFL because that's one of those places where a lot of young men are looking, and sadly a lot of times they're seeing the wrong example of how to be a man. Yeah, I, I, I was saying I came in in the, in the 70s, and there was a, a thought that you couldn't be in the NFL and be a Christian. It was too violent. It was too bad. It was too rough. And, you know, you could be there, but certainly you couldn't take your, your faith and your religion there. But I think what we saw was some people like Reggie White stand up and say, you know what, I can be the biggest, baddest, toughest guy on this field, but I'm still representing God and I, I'm going to live biblically. And uh, he uh, and a lot of other guys proved that you could do that. And that was my goal in the whole time that I was playing and coaching in the NFL to show people that nothing is out of bounds for the Lord. And so... Uh, I, I think for young men today, that is really the the key. You can be in whatever industry you want, whatever field you want, whatever desires you have in your heart. You can achieve that, but you can still do it for the Lord. Exactly. It, it's like we've said, you know, people many times said to our show, well, you guys should be in Christian radio. And I said, well, all radio belongs to God. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. There's, uh, you know, uh, when you're a Christian, that goes everywhere. Right. And I tell people that, and that's one of the things Dr. Evans is going to talk about in this movie, that, hey, you can't—Christian comes first. It's not radio producer, then Christian, football player, then Christian. No, I'm a Christian athlete, and when I retired, I became a Christian coach, and now I'm a Christian retired person. But that Christian is always going to follow me. Yeah, when, when did it happen for you, Coach? When, 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 did you, when was the day you realized, I'm going to follow Jesus? 
You know, I, I did early on. I was really, really blessed. My grandfather had a church. He was a pastor. I had two uncles who were ministers. My mom taught the Sunday school. So I heard all this, and I accepted Christ when I was a little boy, but I got focused in on, on sports. And that's what drove me for all the way through middle school and high school and college. But then I went to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was a 21-year-old rookie, and we had about 15 guys on the team who were just on fire. And one of them was a guy named Donnie Shell, and he ended up being my roommate. And everything he did, I mean, he, hey, you got to come to chapel. you got to come to Bible study tonight. What are you reading? We'd sit in the dorm room. Uh, at training camp, and he's reading his Bible, and he's asking me what I'm getting out of it, and uh, it just it changed my life at that point. I saw these guys who I watched on TV and I admired, and they were on the top of the world and in the football world, but they were saying, "Hey, it, it, it's, this is not what it's all about. You got to be serving the Lord." So I started growing and really understanding my role as a Christian at 21 years old. Well, yeah, and, and you said it right. You There were other men around you that were telling you, look, I, you don't have to become less a man to follow Jesus. I would, you know, the thing I think we need to sell in the message on, Tony, and I, and I know you've done it, and if somebody like Donnie Shell was showing you, then you, you certainly got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not exactly a passive guy on the field, but it is that I think there's there's been a lie from Satan that's been sold to men that somehow you become less a man in order to follow Jesus. And and I and I try to say, I wish we would talk more from the pulpits if you want to inspire men to tell them that what Jesus really said in Matthew 7 is that those who follow him are few, and it's hard, and only a few people can ever pull it off. Uh, if, you, mm. if you want to be a real man and you want to be unique and you want to be individual and you want to stand out, then be a devout follower of Jesus. Not following Jesus is actually very normal, very apathetic, and just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're preaching to the crowd. I actually wrote a book uh, a while back yep. called Uncommon, and yep. that was the that's where it came from, Matthew 7, 13, and 14. It's easy to be on that highway that everybody's on and just following the crowd. It's rough to find that small path and walk in the wilderness when nobody's around you and nobody seems to be with you. Uh, but standing up for what you believe, uh, it, it's not common in this world, and, that, and that's kind of what this movie Kingdom Men Rising is all about. That's what we need more of. We need more of the the men doing that, so our young men and boys can see that's what that's what we need to be doing. Well, it's been you, you hit on it, and we'll go to the break, and I'll let you go. But sadly, the latest surveys show it's just as normal to be in a house without your father now as it is to be in your house with your father. That you know, used to if you didn't have your father, that was abnormal. Now that's just as normal. Yeah. Uh, as having a father, and you really, I've heard people say we divided men into two categories right now, those who were raised with their father and those who were raised without their father, uh, and it's almost 50-50. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it's even 60-40 to the no father. So these yeah. these kind of movies are important. You writing the book that you wrote and the things you've done with your platform are so important because I know and my dad's a, a retired coach that when you coach, you, you become the, either the second most influential man in a young man's life, or if he doesn't have a father, you're the, the most influential yep. man in their yep. life. And I want to thank you for being something that these men could look to that actually reflected Jesus. Amen. No, I, I appreciate that. And I, I would just encourage anybody, boy, if you believe this and you're trying to get the word out, 
come out next Monday or Tuesday, watch the movie. We're actually, we've got a group, our Bible study group is taking young men. We're taking the teens and 20-something. Uh, we're taking about 25 guys, and we're going to go watch it and then talk about, about it afterwards. So it should be a great night. Thanks for what you're doing, and of course, uh, we got great respects for all the work that Tony uh, has continued to do, and we'll continue to push it, and we'll be going out to see it next Monday and Tuesday. Kingdom Men Rising. I love what it says at the bottom. No more excuses. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> Appreciate you, Coach. All right. All right we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 23 minutes past the hour. What a pleasure to talk to Tony Dungy. Uh, and he mentioned he's got a, a couple of um, books that he's put out. The, the one that Greg and I were talking about in the break that we both read was Quiet Strength. Yeah. Uncommon, I haven't read, but he just motivated me to read it. I mean, if somebody's going to take on yeah. what Jesus said in Matthew seven thirteen, then I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's got another called The Mentor Leader and then Uncommon Marriage. Those are out there. But I want to talk a little bit about, because we were, I wanted Tony to have, uh, the, and then we had the, the phone issue, but we got that worked out. So the movie he's talking about that he's part of is called Kingdom Men Rising, uh, and it is No More Excuses, and it's going to show for two nights only in theaters all across the country. Uh, we've put in show notes. You can go there, kingdommenrisingmovie.com. And let me tell you, he mentioned it. Um, the men's ministry where I go to church, what we're doing is we're going to buy an entire theater, uh, one of the showings, just buy every seat in there, uh, and then hand those tickets out to to the men or whoever they can bring somebody. You want to take your son. And I, one of the things that was mentioned in this, and I think it, it, it's key, is don't look at this Monday and Tuesday. Certainly, if you want to get a group of men and go, I, I think that's great. But I, I don't want the wives and mothers to think this is not for them. Because I think sometimes, you know, my wife will, will tell you this, there's not a stronger, you know, human being on the planet, uh, and there's no one who loves the Lord or the Word of God more than this woman. But she will tell you that I'm not a man. I, I will never be my husband, and I'll never be my father to these children. That's just impossible. And, uh, and so, you know, equal but not the same. And so one of the things that helps, like, Sherry's noticed, especially when the boys get got older, there's things that they're getting from me that she goes, she, she, she's gotten a point now, especially when that testosterone starts going, yeah. she'll say something like, tell them to get in the car. Cause I, I've been hollering about that and, mm-hmm. and I'm about to, it's about to get ugly in here. I know if you'll say it one time, they'll get in the car, <laughs> you know, and, and she, she's acknowledged that, that even though she's powerful and she's been influential in their life and she's played the role of a, of a mother and a wife. Uh, you know, the way it's supposed to be done, but a mother and a wife can never be a dad and a husband. Mm-hmm. And and I think what what is helpful, especially if you're a single mom and you don't you don't have the father of the children involved in the life, this could be a great resource for you to go in and watch this and say, okay, so this this is how men this is how they operate. This is this is what works and uh, this is what they need. And, and you can go and, and watch that. And I would say of all the bad messages that are being sent right now to a generation of young men, try your best to get them in front of this movie because I think it will be a 90-minute sit-down that they'll walk away and at least, as the movie says, the subtitle, they won't have an excuse anymore that nobody ever told them or they didn't understand it. Or if you're, you're like me, you're a dad, and you're like, maybe I want to be sure I'm doing it right. Or you know, maybe I'll grab something from this that I can use. 
So, uh, so make, make plans to do it, and men's ministries everywhere should just pack out these theaters. And if you go to kingdommenrisingmovie.com, um, I, I, I hate to state the obvious, but I know you may not believe this. This movie is a bigger deal than the new Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, it truly yeah. is. Yeah. And uh, I know, um, like I said, I know that how that consumes, and, and I certainly enjoy those kind of movies too, but um, I, I can get to the Avengers movie another time. This is only going to be two nights, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and you need to make plans. You know, Go out and spend some time in front of a screen that's actually doing something you can use. Uh, so, so do that and make, make it a priority to go. Uh, Brian's in Huntsville. Listen to us on 100.3, the river. Brian, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing awesome guys. How are y'all doing this morning? Good, good. Fantastic. Man. Um, I just want to say I've read and done men's group on the kingdom man. Pastor Evans is an awesome, mighty man of God. No doubt. And, uh, and it's just, um, Man, I can't wait to see the movie. Well, make plans to go see it. We, we've done Kingdom Man on our Wednesday Bible study, too. So if you've never had that book or you've never walked through it, you can actually go back to the archives and find yeah. every Bible study that yeah. we did on that book. Uh, you can find that at BurgessMinistries.com under media, and you can go back through all those if you'd like. So it, it's a must-read. Justin in Alabama. Justin, go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh when are the dates for that movie? 29 and 30. 29 and 30. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just caught the tail end of uh, of the segment a while ago, so I didn't I didn't get to hear it all. Yeah, if you yes. go, to, go to what we have in show, mo- show notes, uh, click on that link, and then you can find out wh- where a theater near you is showing it. Uh, from, what I've right. ga- from what I've gathered, I, I know where I live that it's, it's going to be shown multiple times uh, throughout those two days. So, But you should okay. have a theater near you that's showing it. All right, I appreciate it, guys. No, thank, thank you, guys. So, yeah, April 29th and 30th, one week from today and one week from tomorrow, uh, and it'll be multiple times throughout those two days, but it's only those two days. Right. So it's not something you have to get a plan and prioritize going to see it. Yeah. If you click buy tickets when you're on that link, it'll it'll take you to another page where you can punch in your zip code, and then it'll you can follow those instructions. We'll be back. It's bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We've covered a lot, but there's still much uh, that still needs to be covered. And we'll do that when we come back. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big as a number. Bubba out today. He'll be back on Wednesday uh, as he is coaching a high school tennis team, uh, going for another state championship. So be be sure you keep up what's going on with with them as they try to win another one. Um, as uh, we make our way back, Compassion International uh, again uh, another opportunity for us to actually put into practice. Uh, what we claim to believe, and uh, for very little money, about a dollar a day, you could really, really impact uh, the life of a child. Sherry and I, obviously, um, you know, we had sponsored uh, children in the past, still do, and then Compassion International started their partnership with us. And because I, I, I think that anytime you do things like this or start talking about, you know, any call to action, uh, just certainly feel a conviction that we should never ask you, the audience, to do anything that we are not willing to do. Uh, and so uh, Sherry and I, uh, of course, have been working a lot, and our kids have spent a lot of time working in Nicaragua, 
so uh, talked to Compassion International about some of the needs there in Nicaragua, and, uh, and we're actually sponsoring a little boy named Job. Um, just so many things were jumping off the page about that. And, and it, what was so wonderful is when we got down to the part about Compassion International that we, we love the most, that they always work through a local church and, uh, and a Christian uh, church in the area, uh, that I found out after I sponsored, uh, we sponsored the child, I didn't know at the time it said that I would be in contact with his pastor, and it turns out to be the pastor that we've been working with for years wow. uh, really? in Nicaragua, <laughs> Pastor Aragon. It's been on the show wow. and everything. Yeah. And uh, they were like, well, you're his pastor. I got a letter from Pastor Aragon talking about Job and sponsoring him, and I was sit back and said, Pastor Aragon, it's, <laughs> it's Rick and Jerry. So, uh, so anyway, uh, God just weaving that together beautifully. Uh, if you would like to sponsor a child, we certainly could use it. Um, we, we're trying to get 250 that are tied directly to this audience. And 250 children being sponsored for this audience, is, is that's nothing. We can get that done in no time. So go to Compassion.com slash Bubba. That way we know that it came from you, our audience. Or you can call 855-293-2323 if you'd rather talk to somebody and, uh, and then say, hey, I'm calling. I'm part of the Rick and Bubba audience, and, and we want to help sponsor these children through Compassion International. And uh, Compassion International, this is wonderful. It is one of the highest-rated Nonprofits in the world, meaning that they, that they the money that you give goes where it's supposed to go. Uh, again, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button also has a link there for you. So anyway, talked a little bit uh, before we talked to Coach Dungey. We talked a little bit about Easter, and I told you what went on with the with the Burgess House over the weekend. Did you guys have a good Easter? Great. Did you get to go see the grandbaby? What, <laughs> what happened there? We went Saturday, but then we had the Davises. Lisa's family was over Sunday. So. Well, you but you saw the baby. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, saw him you, Saturday. Because we can, I can always tell if, if you've seen the baby or not, because, because your heart grows three sizes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hearts much You're just larger. a little kinder oh, yeah. on Monday. You kind of went south a little bit last week, and Bubba and I both agreed you had not seen the baby in a while. Yeah, which did. had been true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Right. You right. may have a little study going there. No, 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 there's something to it. I, I, I can tie. You can tell. I can tie baby Ellis right to your disposition. <laughs> You're right. Absolutely. So, so how was he doing? He's good. Getting big. Yeah, he is getting big. Yeah. Was that weird to go for the first time and like your son be having Easter with like his? Kid? I know. Yeah. Was that weird? Yeah. It's, it makes you feel old. But. It does. Mm-hmm. Did, did you go see your your daughter and their dog? No, no. They they came to the house and left the dog there. So okay, the I, dog stayed at its house. I'm having such a good time. <laughs> with, 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 yeah, they with, don't bring the dog. They're not bring dog people. Okay, thank good. the Lord. Okay, uh, I heard you wrong there. I thought okay, but I, I but I'm having a a lot of fun with Chandler and her husband because. Both of Greg's kids are married, so I'm kind of in, you know the. I, I'm over. I'm over in the uncle's and I'm just having a blast, and so she'll post a lot of pictures of, of this dog, and you know okay. I, I give her about. She's a hard got time. her beagle. Yeah, I, I I give her about a hard time about that kind of stuff, and so she'll she'll have something like she'll be cuddling it or whatever, and mm-hmm. I'll I'll go I'll go to Riley, her husband, and say for, give give this woman a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean I, 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 enough with the dog. I mean, get, get, y'all, y'all need to have a baby. I mean, I'm talking about in a hurry. Quick, yeah, right? Hurry, and, and, and undoubtedly they got some plan they're trying to work that I keep trying to move along quicker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're trying to interfere. <laughs> right. Yeah, I said really the dog thing it was desperate. I mean, I, I actually, I mean, when she put a diaper on a beagle, that's the end of that. There it is. <laughs> so, she uh, puts him in a stroller. I mean, right. Come on. I said your wife's got a, got your dog in a stroller. Come on. <laughs> so uh, now I will tell you this, Rick. He did he did have little ones over in the family, and there was Easter egg hunting oh, and stuff oh, in the house, yeah. and he oh, was God. hosting. And I wanted to know how does how does Mister Buddy 
interact it's with funny. with kids and Not Easter good. egg hunting. No, what's funny is he's scared of kids. Okay, really interesting. Yeah. Your dog it's, is scared. of it's kids? It's the weirdest thing. He barks at the adults, and then when the kids come up, he runs and hides. Do you think? What, I don't know what it is. That's, it's making huh. me the opposite. That's and then he'll warm up to the adults eventually, but the kids he runs hides from them. Maybe really? they maybe they he's pull had, his ears. I was about to say, he's had some bad kid experience. Yeah. <laughs> but he does not. It's it's the funniest thing. He'll but, be out there raising cane. The kid will walk up. And he'll run in the garage and hide under the car. Right. What? Wow. Greg. <laughs> I don't know. It's the most bizarre <laughs> Are you thing. Serious? Yeah. Your dingo is scared of kids. <laughs> yeah. Greg does have a dingo. He does. He does. And yeah. I have to get him. You know, he'll go out there. He's going to eat people up and all this. And oh, he's he, he's scared to death of those little boys. He jump on any dresses. No, no, he Greg, didn't. I well, think, uh, Greg, you don't. Wait, did, wait, did he? Well, yeah. I wouldn't dread he got me. I got mud all over my pants. <laughs> did he really? He, he'd been in the ditch. You <laughs> <laughs> dressed that? Yeah, he'd been in the ditch and he got my khakis. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I you think I was happy about that. Yeah. And let me be clear before I say this. Of course, I would not do this, but in a good one, you know, because uh, <laughs> uh, we had the college kid home, and you know, and of course they. When they were little boys is why I got ended up with this stuffed animal that I've now been stuck with, mm-hmm. you know, the, this little dog, Buddy. Yeah. And so Greg and I both have dogs named Buddy, and, and we both had a dog named Buddy when we were little boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our favorite dog, the yellow dog. But um, And some people say <laughs> yeah. I, the reason I've gotten so jaded about pets is because how bro- heartbroken I was when Buddy died. Yeah. And now my well, dad clearly could have saved him, I think. Yeah. He's kind well, of, in those, back in those days, they just let him lay on the porch on that towel and yeah. see if it worked out. I, I didn't realize. I thought all, par- all I thought all people just left their dog dying on a towel. Yeah. I, I didn't know. If he that, makes it, he makes it. I didn't know people actually made efforts to try to save them. Uh, <laughs> we were growing that up, was new. We were growing up. If your dog got hurt, it's just good Well, luck. there were so many dogs. They were like, yeah. well, that's just one less. <laughs> that's just one less. Uh, but anyway, so um, – so and it was funny because everybody, you know, even though they get older, Sherry still got them a, a chocolate bunny as I put out. I I don't I don't acknowledge hollow chocolate bunnies. Mm. No, that's 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 just halfway that, going. That's, that's cheap. Mm. Uh, all chocolate bunnies should be solid chocolate, not hollow. <laughs> and uh, so we got a, a you know the solid Whitman chocolate bunny. Yeah. And so I was watching to see if they would catch it. And so they were. T- I said, you know what? I said, well, let's go give Buddy some chocolate. Oh. And, and look, <laughs> and look, they were like, yeah. Well, and then they just kind of stopped, Dad. I'm like, give well, dog chocolate. Everybody knows that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, I was going to stop you. Look, I got buddy a chocolate bunny, uh, but uh, but no, I backed off. We didn't do that. Okay, uh, and, he uh, loves it. Yeah, he loves it. No, there you I go. Promise he does. Hey, what's wrong with him? Good night. What am I talking about? Uh, but anyway, so so um, so that that was interesting, and I, I want to I'm going to talk about Easter egg hunt here in a minute, but. Speedy, what about y'all? Hounds of y'all, everything smooth? Yeah, everything was smooth at our house. We, for the first time ever, we were all splintered all over the place. So it was just me and the two youngest boys, uh, J.C. and Reese. And Terry, unfortunately, had to work. And Tyler was stuck at school. And so we were just all over the place. And um, But I, I got to tell you, and I don't know if she's she, – yeah, I, I tell you, the, yeah. um, the Sunday morning was pretty – Easy. Pretty smooth. Easy. Hmm? Me and the boys. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I bet y'all got where you're going, no problem. <laughs> you know, right on time. <laughs> a little early. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, hopefully, but, hopefully you didn't sit in front of the brass section. No, yeah, no, yeah, but right. I will tell you this. Uh, Reese uh, serves there uh, at church, and so we always are there a little early, uh, normally 25 minutes early, I guess. We were 30 minutes early, mm-hmm. and I was strutting in, oh, you yeah. know, thinking, hey, hey. No hassle. And um, I, how many seats are too many to save? 
Oh, um, oh that's a I mean, can you save, if you're one person, can you save 20 no, seats No, you can save row? two. You can save two. I, because Two's that, the max. Because there were purses and and, that made, and yeah. paper and, mm. and all this stuff. And we couldn't find – so by the time it was all said and done, it was just uh, myself and JC that needed to sit, in, in, you know, for, for the main service. And I'm thinking, two seats? This is nothing. I don't think I'm it's a number, to, by the way. I think it's how many is in your living in your home. There you go. That's what. Yeah, I'm yeah. And I normally, like nobody has say, twenty. If living you, in you their say home. two, no. then you're leaving a kid out. Oh, you're right. Parent, yeah, okay. So. You're right. You, well, can, only, only, you can only say for people who live in your house. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the place I looked like half that. half empty, mm-hmm. but when you start walking around, there was no seats no, because that, everybody that's was saving. That's a graduations. It's a foul. Yeah. And and so by so when it was, we were. We we aren't we aren't back row people. We're not front row people. We we normally have our section, and it's it's kind of mm-hmm. middle middle of the pack. Okay, mm-hmm. in in the in the in the center area. Well, by the time it was all said and done, we just I just looked at JC. I said, all right, we're dividing and conquering. You wave at me if you find two. I'm going to wave at you if I find That's two. That's good. So I, I am walking around. Two shouldn't be hard. Before I know it, I am all the way up front. I'm talking about Please. front and center, front oh, row. Yeah, baby. I, I'm 12 o'clock on the dial. I like it. And I'm, I, hey, look, months. look, and I'm waving at him. Yep. And he's waving. He's like, what? I said, come on, up here. <laughs> up here. Up here. And he's like, huh? Uh, and, like, and and <laughs> and we we're standing up there and, and look they're so close they're spitting on us when they're singing sure okay I oh, mean yeah. we're like dead center. that's right and he's so tall it's like it was just it, it, it was the silhouette of his head if you're from behind <laughs> and then there's the singers but we, but we got it but I I couldn't believe I would like. Hey, are these seats? Yeah, these these are all saved. Uh, the I mean, whole row. Like, it was like the whole row, and, and you can just fit twenty on the row, and there's this yeah. woman sitting there by herself. No, see that ain't no. right. Uh-uh. Yeah. That's well, rude. You know what? You know what that is rude. What I'd have done is I took I took JC's big head, and I'd have set him right in front of her. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'd have done. See around this yeah. guy. Save these seats, but you ain't gonna see nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, enjoy the big screen. Hey, enjoy the big screen. Look through JC's head. Yeah. <laughs> because it is Easter, and we're celebrating yeah. the resurrection. Yeah, so we were, we're, you know, JC is normally a hummer and a singer every now and then, but he's, he's like, boy, I really need to be singing up here. Oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, you're not hands in the pocket kid up here. No, you up there where the Holy Spirit's moving. <laughs> So it was good. Holy spit on you. (laughs) We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes now to the top of the hour. Bubba will be back on Wednesday. I do want to point you to um, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, and I need to let you know about what's going on Thursday night. Thursday night, I'll be um, fired up and can't wait to get to Linden, Alabama, uh, to talk at Linden Baptist Church to the men there. Their wild game supper, so I'm going to eat pretty good, too. Uh, But they wanted me to pass along to you. they got about 20 tickets left, and that's it, and it's going to be sold out. So, if you want to be at that event and you're kind of thinking, well, I'll just show up over there Thursday, uh, you, you won't uh, unless um, you know those 20 tickets don't get sold this week. So if you're thinking about that and you want to be sure that you're there or you know somebody that may not be listening right now but you need to let them know, I got that word from the church office um, uh, at the end of last week. So there's only about 20 tickets left. So uh, take advantage of that uh, if you want to be there. And I look forward to being with all of you 
coming up there on April the 25th at Linden Baptist Church. Uh, Kevin Derryberry Golf Tournament is Thursday. I know a lot of you be traveling in for that. We've been part of that for every year. I'm trying to get there with these two events. I know some of the guys will be there, and I think I'm going to be able to pull it off. We'll see. But uh, some of the guys will be there too. So if you're coming in for that, hang out with the guys, have lunch with some of the members of the Rick and Bubba Show. May 5th, I'll be at Valleydale Church for the men's uh, prayer breakfast there. Uh, I'm excited about that. That's in Birmingham. You can get all the details there. Uh, we're all going to be on location at the Regents Tradition at the Greystone Golf and Country Club, Birmingham, Alabama, on May the 8th. And if you'd like to win a chance to sit with us and be part of the Coca-Cola seats that day, go to the contest button at rickandbubba.com, and you can be our guest that day. Uh, I'll be at a luncheon on May 14th in Birmingham at the club. Um, young business leaders, uh, they're having their luncheon that day. I'm honored to be there. We'll have some Rick and Bubba stuff to give away, and I'll be speaking uh, to that group as well. There's others, uh, other events that are coming up. You can find them all uh, by going to rickandbubba.com and looking under events. Uh, and, of course, don't forget O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think about them for your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. All right, so let's, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, finishing up. We've been talking about Easter a good bit this morning. Uh, we've also, we also interviewed Tony Dungy. If you missed that interview, go back and catch that on the podcast archives or right here on the YouTube ar- archives today. Uh, Kingdom Men Rising in theaters everywhere uh, next Monday and Tuesday. Uh, make plans to get together and go see that. So we talked about that. We talked about what happened with our Easter. I, I was getting around to Helms, and I wanted to ask you this because you still have relatively small children. Yeah. Y- your ages now are what? 13, 12, and 6. 6. So that's probably where I'm looking. Now, look, let me say this. I don't want to be, you know, like uh, some grumpy old man now. Sure, I'm sure, moving sure, in, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. But, but we, uh, we do all, I think, agree that we are raising up a generation of, of pansies. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and because, 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 because uh-huh. we're, we're not letting them struggle. We're trying to solve all their problems. Yeah. Uh, we don't want their feelings to be hurt. We don't want them to ever get a bad grade. We want them to play if they are part of a team, even if they haven't made practices. Uh, you know, we, 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 we want to protect them from anything, and they can never struggle. I don't think that's good because life is a struggle. Yeah. But I've noticed when we now do, and I guess Maddie would be on the upper end of this, yeah. Instead of always being the lower, she'd probably be on the upper end. Here come the little kids' Easter egg, and I'm putting quotes hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not a hunt. Uh, if if we just take eggs, well, I can tell you this: throw them out on the ground. Hey, if it, we take eggs and just throw them out in an open field, it's a, a it's hunt. an Easter egg dash. Yeah, it is. It's, it's right. not an Easter egg hunt. No. All right, so help me. Well, I, I can. When my son is involved, the thirteen-year-old, mm-hmm. it, it is a hunt. Yeah, okay, yeah. he's almost punishing everybody. Right. Like he puts them in places they're going to get hurt. Understood. Um, you yeah. know, oh, ro- rose go- bushes. Like you got to have yeah. something to get it out, or you're going to get scraped. Right. Um, Caroline's done with it. Like she sat on the couch and watched golf with me yesterday. Right. That was kind of hers. Just yeah. like that. Now, the good thing about our house and why this, we could have probably went the entire day and an Easter egg would not have come into play. Okay. Maddie's kind of at that stage where take it or leave it. Right. That's okay. what I mean, upper end. Yeah. So, but we have nieces and nephews that come over mm-hmm. and are much younger, and they're all about it. Right. And so that still doesn't get Caroline fired up about it. She just kind of, you know, she, like I said, she's yeah. on the couch with me. She's, she's passionate. Now, Braden, 
is willing to step up as long as he can hide them and not have to find them. And he wants to hide them really and hard. And he hides them in places uh-huh. that I will find months from now. Right. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I will. I'll be <laughs> I'll be weed eating or right. mowing right. or doing You'll something. Are and, you plastic uh, or, or bold? We'll do both. Okay. Uh, yesterday it was more plastic. Later. Yes, Boy, I know. Are they? Yeah. Yep. And more plastic yesterday because we put, they'll put things in. Understood. Them. That's another oh, thing. Yeah. Got no yeah. problem with that. Money. Yeah. I'm not a purist on the top of it. Sure. I, I sure. do want them to actually hunt for them though, yeah. to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Now I I am that guy that's not going to be a part of it. I'm just you know I hate to be the grumpy. You mentioned right. that. Right. I'm just I'm not going to be a part of it. Right. Uh, I don't. If I was for if Amanda said, "Hey, get your rump off the couch, come out here and yeah. play." Probably would, but she she didn't say that. Right. So you kind of hope, uh, hope that wouldn't. Happen. I kind of leaned on the fact that Caroline wanted to hang in the house, and hey, well, we, our twelve year old twelve year old daughter's in here. I'm just we're hanging out, we're having some bonding father daughter time. Oh, do you want me to break up bonding time with my daughter to come out yeah. there and do eggs? Eh. <laughs> I, mean, I will Y'all, if you want enough me to. on that front. Yeah, Somebody really needs to be in the house. Yeah, make sure, sure right. you know nothing's yeah. crazy going on in here. <laughs> but, but, Your dad's sleeping in there in the chair, right. so I'm keeping an eye on him. Yeah, that's you all know, good. Yeah. So you hide them to some degree for the little ones. They have to at least look behind something. Yes. You well, don't want to be dangerous. Well, but, the but, parents don't. Right. The the you know Amanda and her sister just kind of throw them out. Mm. Weak. Okay. Well, I was looking. But Braden Braden took care of that. I was looking at all the people like you know churches will have a Saturday Easter egg hunt. Oh yeah. And they just take a bunch of eggs and throw them out there in the middle, in the middle of the field. Yeah, and it's really running. who can run faster. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. Easter egg. That's all it is. It's Easter egg dash. Yeah. yeah. And it's then a race. Easter egg fight. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not it's like a five ten five. I'm not saying it has to be dangerous. Make them look under a leaf or something. Yes. I mean, yeah. remember? Yeah. A few years ago, we did the story where the parents got mad. They had one of those type, and the parents jumped in there because kids were hogging all the eggs and got the throwing kids around. Listen, if you're blo- it just leads to chaos. Hey, Dad, listen up, Dad. Hey, Dad, Mom, if you're blocking out kids with your body <laughs> while eggs are lying in a field so your kid can get more of them, you got to check yourself out. Yes, yeah, you that's a wake Something's up call. out of hand. That's a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Okay, you yeah. may be coming in a little hot on the Easter egg dash. Yeah. By the way, can we just put them behind something? I mean, can we make the kids have a little effort yeah. to find them? Uh, something. And, and on these mass deals, that's, that changed nope. the name of it. They just set them right out of the ground. But that's not an Easter egg hunt. It's not. It's like a sea of eggs out there. That's all it is. Run to the color. Yeah. Everybody gets one. And I think that leads to more issues than well, if they had to go look for them yeah. somewhere. If you go look for them, somebody ain't going to get one. Everybody's going to get all mad about it. Well, that's back to my original <laughs> point about what we're raising. Right. Well, we did use to have a lot of fights because of egg hunts. What's wrong with that? That's, you talking that's, about the one in the muffler? I want the one in the muffler. Rick that's right. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour. Let's go. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, Big Boy is looking on outside with his reassuring face. Hello, Big Boy. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Team Rick and Bubba on the field. No Bubba today. He'll be back Wednesday. Skunk Baxter takes phone calls. We'll get into phone calls this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. 
25 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. On radio stations around the country, on YouTube Live, podcasts, uh, the tune-in app, however you're getting the program, we're glad you're here. Okay, uh, as we come back, I, I don't know how many more of these stories uh, I've got to do here. I've been warning the world, and y'all agree, guys. Yep, there we go again. Animals are on attack. Uh, we are at war. Uh, they've declared war on the human race. Um, that You can find references to this. I hate to go in times, but you can find references of this. Animals um, are doing things that we haven't really seen them do a lot. Uh, and once again today, um, and, and I think again, I understand, I, look, I love a zoo. I love the zoo we have where I live. I've been a supporter of the zoo. I, my kids love the zoo. had a lot of great memories of the zoo. Uh, but you know, the zoo? you know what zoos yeah, do, zoo, though, zoo. don't you? Zoos bring wild animals into places like Kansas. Mm. Yeah, put them in they cages. Do. Put them in cages, and then people got to interact with them, got to work with them. Mm. And uh, we have a zookeeper uh, that has been attacked by Tiger in Kansas. That's right. And Speedy says we have a package. Courtesy of CBS oh, Weekend News. Right, Good we evening. I'm David Begno. We're hey, going to begin tonight with that tiger attack at a zoo in Topeka, Kansas. Oh, boy. The animal tackled a female keeper who has worked with that tiger for several years. Mm-hmm. She's going to survive. Here's Chris Martinez with more on what happened. Attacked by a tiger. Any park units available? The Topeka Zoo had just opened when the 911 call came in. We're at the zoo, 635 South of Gage. We have staff getting attacked by a tiger. The woman and Sanjeev, the seven-year-old Sumatran tiger, were in the tiger habitat together when the attack occurred. As soon as Sanjeev recognized that, uh, he essentially tackled our keeper. The incident lasted nearly 10 minutes until other workers were able to lure the cat back into an enclosed area. First responders then rushed (laughs) the victim to the hospital. Zoo director Brendan Wiley described the injuries. Lacerations and punctures uh, to the back of the head. No, my God. She's stable, but that's about all that we know. The director says the victim was the primary tiger keeper and had worked with this tiger for several years. Doesn't matter. It's a normal part of the daily process for her to enter that space, to clean it, to maintain it, to put out enrichment items. Uh, all of that is normal. The one point that was not normal was that Sanjeev also found access to that space at the same time. The zoo plans to review the incident, but says this is the first attack of its kind, and there are no plans to euthanize the animal. Chris Martinez, mm. CBS News. Los- you better rethink that when he's got the taste of human blood now. Thank you for that report. But I think say, wait, wait, Speedy, call in and say we have a tiger attack at the zoo. Like you're you're, you're calling nine one one. Okay. Ten four. Hey, we got a tiger attack at the zoo. Send help. Ten four. Ten four. That's exactly what it sounded like. Ten four. Yeah, that'd be a ten four. We got a staff member down. Hey, tiger attack. Ten four. I'd like to hear a little more concern in his voice. Yeah. It's almost like well, the, this tiger. T- he responded like this tiger attacks people every week. I know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Four. I'll get him over there. But, let me, let me. Sachigawa. Four. Bleeder, bleeder, zookeeper. Now, she said, hey, that's terrible. So he said it was a normal routine, but the tiger is normally not in that section. Yes, so. got in an area time. you weren't supposed to be in, Greg. Well, that's the key. You know, left that, the gate that's open. That's what Rick's talking about. That's what I'm talking about again. So he did something that people, well, they never said, well, they called him. 
Well, hey guys, Sinja. The kid. The, can I tell you about Sinja? This is right up your alley. Let's go back to the report. All these zoos, all these, all these zoos, or any people who have animals, they think it's sharp to give them some name. You know that oh, sounds exotic or whatever. Yeah. Look, how about this? This tiger is going to Kansas. Call it Carl. Carl of the tiger. Yeah. Well, she went in there with Doug and <laughs> and uh, yeah. Doug the tiger. Dwayne uh, was in the other uh, deal. That's, <laughs> the, that's our line, Dwayne. And, Dwayne uh, was mad. And we normally don't have Doug in that area. And and it, yeah, don't. I mean, Sinja Abadwa. Uh, you know, <laughs> how about this? Just that's Swahili for sunshine. Yeah. It's always sunshine. <laughs> right, right. Right. Okay. sunshine. You know, it's always something. How like about that. this? This thing's going to live in Kansas. How about everything got the Birmingham Zoo? All right, guys, look, we're going to feed Billy Joe. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah. let's make them where they're going to be living. Like LSU, Mike. Yeah, I mean, Mike. LSU's happening. got a target named Mike. That's hey, perfect. Mike. That's old man. Hey, Mike. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't Mike, give them these. Mike. But again, they always try to downplay it. And what I don't like is we're not going to – look, I, I'm, I hope the, the young lady lives and it looks like she's stable. Praise the Lord for that. But are you going to have a tough time getting her feet that tiger? You know, yeah, right? well, that ain't oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get a puncture wound in your yeah. head. Anytime you say puncture in the back of the head, that's, that's never look, good. If I come in there and back of my head's bandaged and I look up on the chart and it has feed Sanjay again, yeah. <laughs> I, I, look up say, I look up and say, hey, I'm, I'm done with item two there. Uh, <laughs> out. Mm-hmm. Give me, uh, I'll get, go the alpaca cage. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, 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 let me go. I'm going to risk today being spit on by a llama, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done with feeding Sanja. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rick, they've known each other for years. He didn't recognize her. Yeah. But that goes again. I, t- I tell you what, if you've been feeding Sanja, see, it's one thing for your husband not to notice a haircut. Sanja noticed <laughs> Right. Oh, is that who that is? I didn't even know. Who are you? I didn't know. Is that your tiger talking? Yeah. Well, that's what you get to getting a haircut, cut like Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So. That goes back to animals that can take you on any any yeah. given day. See, I go back I mean, to. If you're in the wrong, if you're in the wrong yeah. area. Yeah. Tigers, people, not a good man. No. Ask, ask uh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Greg said he's doing a research on that one. We yeah, were talking about the, that. The, the trainer day. said that. Trainer, trainer. Which, which one of them which got, one got bit? Or was it Siegfried or Roy that got they got mauled? Trainer said he. Anybody remember? Let's he, say he wasn't going I'm through the motions that you're supposed to go to. Let's say it's Roy because it's easier to say. <laughs> I don't know which one it was, but he said, "Greg, the trainer said, look, I tried to tell Roy, yeah, you ain't spent enough time with him, and you you have certain certain things, sequence look, of things that have to happen, and he was shortcutting, and it mm-hmm. got him. Well, Greg and I, when we were kids, and I, we've never forgotten it, we went to see Shamu and SeaWorld before they ruined it. And yeah, d- and don't back do that when anymore. they actually abused fish, yeah. and it was awesome. Before that stupid documentary ruined one of the greatest shows on earth. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is back when we kept killer whales in a tank. We liked it. Yeah, we loved it. Now, granted, their fin was bent. Right. Well, right. And so Greg and I went, and what they noticed, what Greg said, and the trainer now for Siegfried and Roy said this is exactly what was happening with the white tiger, is that he got out of sequence and they wouldn't give him anything to eat. He wasn't doing the sequence of the of the act. And he got mad about it, and they stopped the show and said, look, we're going to start the show all over. He's gotten out of sequence, and when he gets out of sequence, he's dangerous. And they let him pitch a little fit. Oh, and really? He, and he just went around the tank mad for a while, and then they just started all over from, from yeah. trick number one and got him back in sequence and then finished. They yeah. get out of sequence, you better watch him. Yeah. It was Roy Horn. that, that got It was out. Roy. Yeah. Well, that's on Roy. But because two thousand three. Well, that's Greg. That's what the trainer said. I, well, you know, that's his claim. All right, so yeah. now I, I would say any time that you're doing tricks with giant tigers, that if they just kind of 
get out of sequence, they're going to rip your throat out. Whatever the that, rule is yeah. that you go by, just, you might want to stick to it. Trust me, the guy who does the poodle act, they get out of sequence. He's not in danger. No. Mm-mm. Okay, but but you you decide you're going to do the tiger act. Are you going to feed he the tiger? He decides he ain't in the mood. Right. What are you feeding today, Rick? I'm feeding something that I've got camels and llamas. That's it for me. Yeah. yeah. That'll do Nothing that I might throw a fish. To, I'll throw the fish to the seal. Yeah. I ain't getting in the water with it, Mm-mm. but I'll, I'll throw it over the fence to him. All right. Part of this investigation, back to Topeka. Do you think it's in June? Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's on the the? Do you think it's on the zookeeper of just not really paying attention to you know what what gate Left was locked, or, or is it is it like the 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 shift in front of her so, that that no no you me, know what I'm saying? I mean the investigation should somebody be somebody who wanted her job. Let me, right. tell you, let me tell you something. Why were they yeah, both in there yeah. at the same time? Now listen, while my head is shaved, I'm gonna find out. <laughs> right. Cause, cause I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna find out what happened. <laughs> I mean. And if it's on me, we'll correct it. But if it's on somebody else, we're gonna have words. <laughs> okay. Or our, our relationship. Do you think the strained. overnight guys like at home eating cereal and all of a sudden he sees a report? <laughs> oh oh no! I, knew I forgot that to close that gate. Picture picture the picture picture the break room. You're in there all bandaged up. Everybody's got got tributes up to you. There's balloons and flowers everywhere. Welcome back. Yeah. And you're in the break room and say, hey, I, I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> I think I left some. <laughs> That's kind of on me. And, and, and you know what I would say to that person? And I hope we can, can still work together. You know, I'd say, request denied. <laughs> I can't get past it. Yep. Nope. I was, no I was, I was attacked by a tiger because of you. <laughs> right. And I can't get past it. <laughs> How about this? Give me a I'm few I'm holding weeks. a grudge. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, I got a grudge right now. I'm not, yeah. done, I'm not over it yet. Yeah. Let me be able to have a haircut first. Yeah. When, he had, when he had me down and I could feel blood running down my neck and he was, he was was and I could hear him growling up near my oh, ear because yeah. he was eating me, that was a big miss on your part yesterday. That was a, Look, if you want to let something out, let the camel wander around the parking lot. We'll get him back. But that was a big miss. 10-4. Or worse, what if Sanjay's figured out how to do it himself? Oh. Ah. Now that... That's problematic. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There's the phone troll music. Our first phone troll of the week. Skunk Baxter is ready to go. You have comments or questions. You want to bring things to the table. This is your time. All 10 lines are available. So you can get here at 866 we be big. Uh, and if you dial it right now, you'll get in. We'll go 30 seconds to pop. Largest number of people in the program in the shortest amount of time as we will work our way through it. Uh, and you can take us in a, a variety of directions. Uh, you, you're kind of programming the show right now. So this is a, this is a lot of responsibility. So handle this with care. Uh, we started another week. Also, Will of Meats out there could happen today, tomorrow, any day this week. Uh, so be paying attention to that. Bubba is out. He'll be back uh, on the show, uh, we think, Wednesday. Uh, so uh, we'll update you as we get updates from him. We'll start with Patrick out of West Tennessee, and as I said, there are lines available. 30 seconds. Patrick, go. You're on the Rick and Bubba Show. How about it? Good morning, Rick. Doing well. Ten years ago, I lived next to a big cat sanctuary Mm. that was a rescue place, and I rented a home there without the knowledge that it was there. It was about 200 yards away through the woods. One evening... The lions and the tigers began to growl. My dogs that were lab St. Bernard mixes wet themselves and ran into the pen. I go to check this stuff out, and the lady who's running it has a helper named Carl who has... Uh, Guys, guys, can I tell you something? 
living next to a big cat sanctuary is an no period no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, nope. I, 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 look, the dogs were freaking out. Carl, well, the thing is, he so didn't between know. you and death is Carl the the hired hand. <laughs> How about hearing? Can that you imagine noise? that? Uh, what if I had a big cat sanctuary where our farm is? I mean, hey, I mean, I got a lot. I was over at the house, and I don't know who shut the gate. <laughs> Can you imagine Gary? Oh, Gary be between you and death. Uh-uh. Yeah. Instead of goats, he had tigers. Yeah. Hey, get by there and check on them tigers, because I, I, was, I was not able to get by here this week. But not knowing? Oh no! Uh-uh. And all of a sudden you're on the back porch. Did you hear that? By the way, wow. can you imagine? Did that sound like a lion. Can you imagine? Be, just be, like a lion. Listen, can it's you a lion? <laughs> can you imagine being the realtor after these people leave? Huh. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about the neighborhood. Oh, you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love this neighborhood. Uh, it's uh, you know, picture if you will being on a safari. Yeah, <laughs> you love nature, Rick. No, talk about the the, the nice things of the neighborhood, and then eat through. Yeah, okay. That, you know. Okay. Schools. You asked me about schools. Great schools. We have great schools here. Uh, you'll love the school. The elementary school is one of the best in the country. Uh, their high school is good. They're very good. They play all sports. They're very, very good. You're asking me about job opportunities. Job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a so and so. You know, they have their their home offices here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very booming area. Uh, there's some incredible restaurants here. Quibble Car Sanctuary, and they have. Uh, we, we've got parks. There's some beautiful parks. Uh, there's that lake that you that you, you could almost walk to from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us about tell us about some of our neighbors. You, neighbors. Let me tell you. This this is a this is if this is a neighborhood, is what this is, and we they have community neighborhood things they do together. Uh, your next door neighbor, and uh, <laughs> loves animals, an animal lover. So don't worry about having any pets yeah. unless you're attached to them. Uh, next to next to her, um, your your pet your pets now they may wet themselves and run in their pen, and then you won't even have to tell them to get in the pen. Right. Uh, we continue. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Moody, Alabama, an anonymous caller listening to us on ZZK. Go ahead, anonymous. Hey, fellas. How are y'all doing this morning? Good. Hope y'all had a wonderful Easter. Uh, wanted to call and let you know why I'm going to sue Helms for my medical bills. Okay. Mm-mm. So uh, he told me he was going to tell me a secret, and I leaned in to hear what it was, and now I've got swimmers here. <laughs> 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 I, what, what secret were you going to tell? I, I told the guys That's the funny. other day that I have Y'all noticed. Have I have funny. noticed when I'm talking, and it doesn't happen all the time, but like one out of eight conversations I have, I'll spit a little bit. Oh, really? And I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, <laughs> or because you know how old old people will will spit every once in a while, right? And I feel like I'm getting there to where. I, I can live with that. Just don't don't start getting frothy in the corner. You might. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand that. Hey, so I'm, I'm really trying. And then you're just staring at it. I'm really trying to watch and make sure that I'm not. Okay. And Greg, you know, say it, don't spray it over there. Uh, That's I, his slogan. Okay. For me, I had to wear a shield like I was weed eating when he was talking. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really not bad. It's just something that I had. It may have been happening all my life, and I hadn't noticed it. I've just I notice more things now, okay. and so he's okay. spitting like a cobra. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna pay attention. To yeah, that. yeah. Okay. Did it with you in a conversation with you about uh, Wednesday or Thursday last week? I did it, and noticed it. You didn't, obviously, which is a good thing. Yeah, of course, but, Rick. It's uh, not as bad as that time 
we, were t- we, we brought this up to you the other week when Speedy was talking that piece of food flew out of his mouth with that guy's coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awful. And the guy and didn't we, see it. And we, we didn't tell did. him. We didn't tell him. That was awful. <laughs> my, my, eyes, my eyes, left, right, left, right. Who saw that? The skunk, I confirm, I saw it. Yeah, right. Well, I walked around with that cup all morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is where you go. Uh, let, let, hey, let, let, me, let me warm that up for you. Yeah. No, let me take, no, I'm, I'm good. No, let me have a cup. Let me Try. top that off. Let me you. let me take that in. <laughs> Ten minutes that. later, took a sip. Yeah, right. What am I thinking? <laughs> uh, let's go to Dustin in Alabama. Dustin, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Yeah. I just wanted to let you know I was in the break room when the lady got back. The zookeeper was mauled, and uh, first thing out of her mouth was, "You want to know what happened, John?" <laughs> what? You gotta elaborate. Where did that come from? Is that a movie? No, it is. It's a movie or show. Oh, it's the weather guy that we did the other oh, day. John. Oh, I knew it would hit oh, me man. eventually. That's it. I That's knew it good. would hit me you eventually. You know what happened, John? You know what happened, John? While we were away, John, a zookeeper was attacked. Okay. Enterprise. Sorry, buddy, for us being so We have some in the I, I know. It took me a minute. I, well, I had it in a movie. I, I nearly said when you said movie, no, it was some kind of series we watched. I thought but it was actually. Weather man, Randy in Alabama. Randy, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, now? Good. Um, I don't understand the the problem with the uh, tiger. You know, I listened to the uh, broadcast that y'all played about. Uh, you know, her main job was to put out enrichment objects. Well, it took the tiger two years to figure out that. She was an enrichment object. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, good. that's good. That's a good point. Kit and Enterprise. Kit. Hey, Dan Akers, guys. Hey, buddy. Thanks for the call. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Hey, I, I don't know if y'all caught this or whatever, but it said the attack uh, took 10 minutes before somebody finally got the tiger off the lady. I mean, can you imagine time. what she was thinking about for 10 minutes? Mm. Where was everybody else at? <laughs> That's the reason why my number yeah. one way to go. I do not want to go being attacked by an animal because yeah. it's not it's not quick. No, that's a lot it's of not, one Mississippi it's not right quick. there. Still alive. Yeah. He's still eating me. Still alive. Yeah. Still not dead yet. Yeah. Still alive. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming, Scott Baxter. That wonderful will of me. The wonderful Will of Meat has been illuminated for this week's edition. Brought to you in part by our friends at harryanddavid.com. A $50 gift card of meat uh, from Harry and David. 1-800-Flowers.com. We've got roses and lilies and tulips on the wheel. We've got Moultrie products on the wheel. We've got Rick and Bubba products on the wheel. But not every spinner is a winner, Greg. Uh, and uh, we go to Speedy on the wireless mic, plucked from the golden ticket seats today, a man who has spent his life dreaming of one thing, spinning the wheel of meat. And today, today. where dreams come true, the Rick and Bubba Studios, we make this dream come true. That's right. I have got Scooby Cruz. What's up, Scooby? Buddy? What's up? Scooby What's up? Scooby Cruz. I'm here. So, Scooby, have you just thought to yourself, Scooter Libby. no way, no way, life would be so wonderful 
than for this day to have finally arrived. That's right. That's right. I can't wait to spin this wheel. All right. Have you have you thought about you know what kind of grip you'd use, how hard you'd spin it? Uh, no, I just want to make sure that it hits Adler. That's right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you you want to see Henry the Horse today? I do want to. I see got Henry a funny feeling it will. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll start now. Now you know what you're listening for, right, Scoop? Yes, sir. All right, uh, Tommy in the great state of Texas. Tommy, how about it, buddy? Wow, what a will. All right, let's go. Spin it, Scoop. Oh, oh. Man, a soft touch. A little oh, soft Scooby. touch. Yeah, Scoop's doing a little. He just did a little. All right, let's see where it what that was. Uh, Tommy in Texas. Oh, Scooby. Wow. I mean, hey, you, you can't even have nothing. You can't have Jack. You, it landed on can't have nothing. Tommy, I'm so sorry, buddy. Golly. This thing, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy from Texas. Now, I want you to think about this, too, because, you know, we're very we're – very, Transparent on the show, yeah. sometimes to a fault. Yeah, give me a. T- we don't have a whole lot of affiliates in Texas. We don't. No. So he's fighting against all the Alabama people sure. that right. have multiple affiliates. Yes, you Mississippi people. Yeah, it's hard for a Texas caller to get in. Yep. when there's a big demand on something like this, he gets in, and then spins can't have nothing. <laughs> well, you know, Rick, there's no guarantees when it comes to the wheel. There it is. I know. All right, let, well, let's continue. Uh, let's go to Do y'all uh, think Scooby's got the same Easter shirt on he wore yesterday. Yes, yeah, you got a double. Huh? On that one, Scooby got it's a not, double. It's huh? a different, okay, <laughs> wife says what? it's a different shirt. Uh, okay, all right, let's go All to right. the great state of Indiana. Well, James, been a good one. James, yeah. you're standing by. What do you say, James? Yes, I say, wow, what a wheel. Come on, yeah, oh, Scooby now is getting serious. Now he's spinning like he lives. All right, hard. <laughs> let's see what happens. Trumpy Bear and the Hand of Truth love it. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Come on, see if James can win some. Scooby, come on, Scoob. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, look at here, look at here. Oh, meat, 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 meat. The will of meat has been used meat, meat. James, congratulations. Sing it. That's no all right, so um, you got yourself a $50 gift card from harryanddavid.com from fine fillets and New York strip steak to luscious lamb and five-bone pork roast. We'll put you oh, on home. Right. Enjoy it, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for Thank playing. You. Thanks for listening to the show or watching right. it. How do, you get, how do you get the show there in Indiana? See, I watch or listen. Uh, they took it off the air there in Louisville. So yeah, I, know. I usually listen on the TuneIn app or yeah. on YouTube live stream. Okay. All right, man, I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Put you on home. All right, thank uh, you. Uh-huh. God dang it. All right, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Radio Goob, strike again. Strike again. Right, I'm how, sure they how, put something really good on. Aren't you glad that we don't, we're don't? we not at such the mercy oh, of Radio no. Goobs anymore? Oh, no, no, no. Huh? No. Have you ever sat down and listened to some of the explanations of taking the show off? It'll, yeah. I, mean, I know. It, it'll keep oh, going. we love it. You do? No, I love your show. I think you guys do a great job. We're just going to can you. Yeah, you just, yeah. some reason around here it sucks. Right. <laughs> There's I don't lot, get it. A lot of people listen, yeah, but it's not the right people. Well, yeah. You know, we, can't, we can't seem to get them to start listening after y'all go off. Well, that's, isn't that kind of y'all's problem? <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, so. Uh, uh, maybe, well, maybe what you're doing in the <laughs> afternoon. I can only draw an audience where I'm actually on. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> y'all want me to start jocking the rest of the day? I mean. Uh, all right, we uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Israel in the great state of Alabama. Israel, how you doing, buddy? All right, how's it going, brother? What do you say? Wow, what a wheel! Oh, Scooby! Yeah, yeah, we're showing you off. It's all about Come the follow through. Look at those lights! I love it. It's bigger than you ever imagined, it, Scoop. Awesome. It's a lot of wheels. A lot of wheels. That's a wheel. Hey, That's a go. serious wheel. Let's see. 
Anything for Israel. Here we go. Oh, there it is. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Spell it. All right. Hey, Israel, I'm going to tell you, is your mama still living? No, sir, but uh, what about your wife? I've got somebody, um, I've got my little girl's got her mother. I think I'm gonna take care of her. For oh, Mother's Day. that's what I was thinking. You and I on the same page. All right, you want assorted roses, spring lilies, or assorted tulips? Um, let's do the roses. All right, roses, you're a classic guy. I like it. 1 800 flowers.com. All right, I'll put you on hold. We'll get all the information right, and we'll send those it. wherever you want. Thanks for listening, brother. Good it's to hear Thursday, from you. In it. All right, man, you too. All right, Israel. we continue. Let's go to Angie. In Alabama. Angie, how about it? Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. All right. What, what do you say to Sco- what Scooby-Dooby-Doo? Well, I want a will, and I want to do a shout-out to the Tubers. Oh, well, you shout-out to the Tubers. Wait a minute. You shout-out to the Tubers? Why, I can't. I mean, let's see. Let's see. I'll play this while it's spinning. Speedy. Let's see how it goes. Here it comes. All right, come on. Uh-oh, it's going to happen, Scooby. It's going to happen, Scooby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Henry the horse. You did it, Scooby. Come on, Henry. Hey, Henry. What's up, gang? How about it, Henry the horse? How's it going, guys? We're doing great. Good. Now, you know, yesterday was Easter. <laughs> yes. And uh, quite a few people went to church that normally don't go. That's right. So uh, I just want to say that it was nice to see Greg yesterday. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you Christmas Eve, buddy. He's added a new move. What a horse! I don't know what that last dance movie ended. <laughs> Scooby wanted to walk away on that. I'm out. Uh, uh, no, you got one more, Scooby. Uh, yeah, we talked about this before, but the poor person that gets to spin, we all go crazy, and they're going, well, I didn't win anything. No, yeah. he didn't yeah. win anything. Yeah, they did. He, that's a person that everybody likes because that means Angie, like today, I remember the name. Angie got Hear Me the Horse for Scoob in the audience. She brought right. a lot of joy to our audience, and you to know our what? entire audience. And you know what she got for it? Nothing. <laughs> well, but Greg, she's a tube. <laughs> and that's what they want to why do you have to face that way? <laughs> I like it better. I do too, better. but I want to know why he's doing it. Did you see him reluctantly do it? <laughs> At one time, though, he was full blown the marching band. <laughs> Look, he's doing that famous. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't breathe. All right, let's go to Erica. Oh, how, 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 how. Erica, what do you say to Scoob? Wow, what a wheel. Let's go. Here we go. Let's see what happens on the spin. Rick, I think she's on YouTube, too. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, how you get the show? I'm, I'm watching on YouTube. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see what you're about to win, don't you? Right there. See the shot? I see it. You see Speedy uh, cheating? Okay. <laughs> Do you want spring lilies or assorted tulips? 
I will go with the lilies. Spring lilies. Ooh, be lilies. beautiful there at the house. All right, so we'll, uh, we'll put lilies. you on hold, and thank you for watching the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. There's Erica watching. There on she hand. goes. You know what she's watching, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of stuff that's only for the tumor. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. He went after Trump. Now Trumpy Bear's lawyer's got to pay somebody else off. Maybe that's 100 grand. Congratulations to the winners. Scoop, nice work, Scoop. Spinning that wonderful wheel. The wheel of meat put up for another week. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Between the stillness in my heart and the roar of the approaching night, somebody's calling after somebody. Somebody turns the corner out of sight. It's nine minutes now to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big. The Will of Meat put up for another week. Put up for another week. Well, it, it bothers me. I know the guys on the kickoff hour talked about it. So if you're somebody who does the long haul with the show, I heard you guys mentioning Earth Day. Burp, burp, burp. Oh, I'm sorry, Rick. Earth Day. Sorry, yeah, Rick, buddy. Rick, in that note, all the cows got together. They're not going to fart today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to help out. Earth try, Day. try, try. You know what? If I This is one of those things where I, I know that there's only one king that can do it right, our great king that we serve, the king of kings. He's benevolent. He's gracious. He's merciful. That's why I could never be king. Because if I was king, I would I would eradicate Earth Day from from the, the my whatever country I was in charge of, whatever kingdom I had, we would say nothing about Earth Day ever. Hmm. Uh, I'm anti Earth Day. Um, I, it, you know, here's the thing that gets me about all this. Because if they would just do something, if everybody would stay in the common sense zone, and let's be conservationists, mm-hmm. not environmentalists. See, I don't want to worship the Earth. Mm-hmm. But I certainly and, and the thing and Sherry and I were it's funny y'all mentioned this. Sherry and I were laughing about it over the weekend because we 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 were reading something that was just you know bizarre involving Earth Day, and and we were talking about if you really think about it, and we've talked about this a lot. Those that claim that there is no God and we're just part, you know, we're an animal just like everything else. We're just a little more advanced than some some animals. Now we would all be better off if we would act more like animals and less like humans is what they believe. But then they go out and do things like save a species, uh, which is not what evolution calls for. If, and really, if you think about the way that they see us taking care of the earth and taking care of the wildlife on the earth, that's really a biblical worldview, that, mm-hmm. we're, that we're actually the tender, we tend to the garden we take care of the creation that God gave us dominion over. Uh, and then now in its fallen state, obviously we're trying to manage this situation. If you believe in pure evolution and a godless creation, then how about this? To heck with the, 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 the strongest survive. And, uh, and so, it, it's, so this is kind of funny. Well, another thing is they start talking about things like uh, the, one, the thing Sherry and I were laughing about over the weekend was this overpopulation thing. You ever talk to young people about this? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. World's overpopulated. Hmm. 
we got to save the planet. And then they'll do something that none of us should be for. It's the world government's job to deal with overpopulation. So you want to give a government the job of dealing with overpopulation? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that gives you China when you can only have one kid. Mm-hmm. That gives you Hitler yeah. when you commit genocide. That gives you the you know, these other tyrants have committed genocide against people. You really don't want that, but then you have to ask the question, is, is overpopulation even real? Just like global warming. By the way, can't even enjoy hostile planet. Because Bear, how do you say Bear's last name? Grills. Grill. Bear, Bear Grills is, is is the narrator of it. Yeah. And all he does the whole time is dog us about temperatures rising. The, the whole time. Bear, you're better than that. I thought you were supposed to be a Christian. You don't believe that. You you, you know this thing's going to burn one day, but it ain't got nothing to do with somebody's SUV and in, in industry. Uh, so anyway, I couldn't even enjoy Hostile Planet. Finally got to watch this weekend. I get lectured the whole thing. You know, and, and I love when they think they're going to be the first animal documentary to ever use this line. <clears throat> And then, of course, the biggest danger that they all face. And Sherry and I'll go, here comes human beings. Man. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Oh, wow. No one's ever told us that we're the most evil thing on the planet before. If we could just be more like that that that, that tiger that keeps killing everybody's babies because they're easy to kill. Uh, oh, wait a minute. We have become that way. But anyway, so, so first of all, so I said, Sherry, I'm just going to have some fun. I'm going to go and, and research this the way we researched global warming when we found the Time Magazine article when the scientists were predicting the coming ice age in the 70s. We got an ice age coming. The world's cooling. Then magically now it's warming. It could be that the world has cooled and warmed uh, in extremes and mild, moderately or extremely mm-hmm. for, for years and years. First of all, <clears throat> They really all should be new earth people, too, because you can only be a new earth person and think that mankind and industry is what's caused all this. If you're yeah. old earth, my goodness, man, ain't even been around very long. I mean, we, what have we done? How did we come out of the ice age without all of us? You know, we've yeah. talked about that. But some, it looked like the earth heated up, then cooled off again. But anyway, so let's go to overpopulation. So I find this guy in 1798. I can't think of his name. 1798, see if it sounds familiar, of the celebrities we have now, predicting if something's not done about the overpopulation of the earth, we had around a billion people then, that we we would cease to exist because we'd run out of all resources. We'd cease to exist in about 10 to 12 years. They've been doing 10 to 12 years. Mm. I mean, this is 1798. Do you know how many people we have on the planet now? Seven billion. Okay, so we added six billion people, and this guy said that, that Malthus. We, yeah, I think that was it. Okay. Okay, so 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 well, then that was wrong. So he said we were overpopulated in 1798, and we've added six billion people since then. Is is the world over? Am I? Hmm. Did it end? No, it didn't end. No. And and so it'd be fine if we could take a time set aside that says things like let's let's don't. Let's try to bring clean water. Let's try to breathe clean air. Let's pick up after ourselves and, and not treat the earth with such disrespect. I really would be okay with that. But it turns into all this, you know, we turn the earth into an idol, and then it becomes a bunch of political movements that, uh, and, and bad science and, uh, and propaganda. And it, it just so, – so I want nothing to do with Earth Day. Earth Day – you know what I think about Earth Day? <laughs> Mm-mm. That's what I think about Earth Day. What time's Annie Leonard coming by? Mm. She's not. Because you know what I think about that? <laughs> Rick. 
Have we heard from her lately? No, not not her. Mm-hmm. Right, the person's she may. I don't know. If she's even. She's still. Stop. Rick, 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 stop. That's why I'm asking. Here you go again, just because you haven't seen somebody in two Rick, years. Rick, that's why I'm asking. All right, we know what happens on this program. They're I, interchangeable. I, they use different ones. I say that people pass before they did. Bubba doesn't know people's past for a decade. Yeah, he keeps announcing. He, he their keeps past. announcing their death for ten years in a row. <laughs> yeah, like okay. it just happened. Mm-hmm. So we both got an issue somewhere in between there. It's but what I'm saying is I don't have any problem. But some of this stuff, you know, I've always been I've always have been innovative. You know, I thought my litter zones was a masterpiece. The litter zone that was a fantastic the, idea. The, the litter zone yeah. idea, and that's it's 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 a little bit tough, but it's good. We just have places where we all throw litter, yeah. and, and we that, could even have recycle zones now. Yeah, we right. could even yeah. And that way, you're in your car, and you want yeah, to keep your car about. clean. You come by and say, kids, wait, a litter zone's coming up. And we all throw our stuff out of the car into yeah. the litter zone. Oh, that's a great best of there. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I miss. Nothing wrong with that. And no. it is a great idea. <clears throat> it is. And Andy the, Leonard said thumbs down on it. Well, And then we get we get prisoners to keep it clean. Yeah. And um, and then we recycle whatever we want to do. But we have areas, but they need to be where everybody in there. They're not in people's neighborhoods that way. Yeah. You get them out on major roads and highways, and it's it's fun. The kids get excited. Let's keep the car clean and the earth clean at the same time. What are we going to do, Daddy? Litter zone, two miles up, kids, get ready to throw. <laughs> and, and you know, watch Dad do the hook shot from the driver's yes. side. Yeah. Mm. What if we got tax credits if we made certain things? Oh, yeah. Like have baskets out there. Yes. If we make oh, them, yeah. you get a tax credit. I love that. Make For, a game out of it. Yes. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. Way to be an encouragement. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Earth Days today, for those of you who care about that, not going to be worshiping the earth right after I just celebrated the resurrection of Jesus who saved the earth, the people of the earth. I got news for you, the earth's going to burn, but it ain't got nothing to do with industry. It's going to get refined, all that's right. Let's, let's see if we can't do something about today and quit, at least do some good science on it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Man, I love to sing that Rick and Bubba song. Rick and Bubba! Rick and Bubba! Seven minutes now past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it is a brand new hour. Uh, we've got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Skunk Baxter takes phone calls. Thanks for joining us, whether it be America's boldest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network, listening to the TuneIn app, watching live on YouTube, or maybe watching archives, or listening to the podcast archives. However you're here, we're glad that you are. Bubba is out. He'll be back on Wednesday. Troy Smith is about to join us. I'll give you a little history here with Troy. Uh, Troy uh, worked with Bubba and me uh, many moons uh, back, uh, a little animated series called Hermie and Friends. Uh, which starred Tim Conway uh, and also Don Knotts as the two main characters. Bubba and I were honored to be asked to join that series. Max Licato was the one who created it. We were Iggy and Ziggy, two food-hoarding cockroaches. I'm sure this Mm. was not uh, meant to say anything other than they needed two voices for these cockroaches. Um, And uh, we got to work with Troy. Now, Troy's worked a lot. He's been uh, with the Mickey Mouse Club back when Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera and Ryan Gosling, with all those kids were there. He actually was a writer. I told you about Hermie and Friends. He's also worked on the American Bible Challenge with Jeff Foxworthy, uh, and the list just goes on and on. So uh, we have a book now that Troy has penned, and it is called Fish Sandwiches, and Troy Smith joins us now. Troy, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. Oh, thank you for having me on, Rick. Uh, Did you have a great Easter? I did. I hope you did too, man. 
We really did. And we had over, I don't know, 3,000 people coming to services. Amen. Always great. The uh, Bubba isn't here. It was a, a little awkward. Uh, Bubba was going to announce today a new book he's written mm. called Ham Sandwiches. <laughs> oh. And it's it's the joys of being a Gentile. But um, we were we so it, it got awkward with you. But, no, I'm just kidding. Bubba is actually believe it <laughs> believe it or not, Troy. Because when you see Bubba, you think of tennis. Uh, Bubba is is a tennis coach and is coaching a high school team. Is there at the state tournament right now? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I thought he just had a ham hangover from Easter, and that's why I wasn't here. Hey, hey, we had our we had our honey baked ham, and I'll tell you what, it'll hey, it, it'll make you thirsty if it's a good one. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, let's talk about the book for a minute. First of all, you know, we had a great time working with you back on. We got to have a return of Hermie and Friends. What has happened to the characters of Hermie and Friends since we last left them? We got to bring them back. Yeah, you know what? I'm all for that, and so is Max. And uh, you know, he and I sat down and. Uh, put out a, a a screenplay for a movie. So how would you like to be on the, the big screen one day? I would love that. I know. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't that be great? It would. So, um, we've, we've planned that. We're just kind of waiting for the right moment. We think that the generation uh, that saw Hermie and Friends, you know, are having kids right now. And so they're going to want to take their kids to the movie to go see uh, the, the characters that they grew up with. So we hope that the characters haven't been stepped on during that time. I know it. Or <laughs> that's funny. I've actually got a poster in my office that you guys sent to us uh, as as the character, the cockroach that I played, and I can't remember if I was Iggy or Ziggy, whichever one I was. It's that cockroach that's in the uh, in my office. So, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on your show, but a fruitcake Christmas <laughs> is my absolute favorite out of all 14 or so that we did. That was, you know, I, we still every single Christmas will get pictures of parents like you said that are now showing their children a fruitcake christmas with uh hermy and friends and of course uh bub and i that was our debut as the food hoarding cockroaches that's right but it was it's that uh you know that christmas timelessness yep. that one sells uh every year around christmas and i get a little royalty check of fifteen dollars and it means a lot to me yeah i got one the other day for seven dollars and 34 cents so uh <laughs> Uh, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm so, we were the, one of the, one of the many things we were able to be proud to be part of. So thanks for le- including us. And if we yeah. do it, if we do a movie, be sure and call us. We still sound the same. <laughs> uh, you are, you are in the script. I, I promise you that. I love the concept of this book, uh, because I, I've actually thought of it myself. Now you, you gave me some facts that I did not know that there's only two miracles that appear in all the gospels. And of course the resurrection is one. Uh, and and Jesus's miracle of feeding the five thousand is the other, uh, which yeah. which means if this is the inspired word of God and we believe that it is, uh, this must be an important miracle that that has a lot to say. And then the thing that no one but you now I could be wrong. Maybe there's somebody addressed it that I didn't know, but uh, but there is a there is another feeding of four thousand people. The sequel that you're talking about that rarely is talked about. I, I talked about it once. In a Bible study, because I thought, well, how frustrating must this have been for Jesus, for everybody to be wondering how four thousand people are going to eat if we've already fed five thousand? But uh, tell us a little bit about the book Fish Sandwiches and where you're going with this. Well, that's exactly how my investigation of it started. Is I just saw that fact. I said, okay, resurrection, all four gospels. I mean, it has to be. It's the most important thing. Paul would say in 1 Corinthians that it's all based on that miracle. Yep, yep. But then the only other one was the feeding of the 5,000. And I'm, I'm thinking, wow, there's some other pretty cool miracles like walking on water and 
calming the storm, and wouldn't they all talk about those? And it's like, nope, they talked about the feeding of the 5,000. So I, I just started looking into it and saying, what, what about it is so special? And then why was it so great that Jesus said, I'm going to do this again? And then he would feed the 4,000. And so as I started to look into it and just spend some time, I just saw that there were a number of promises that came from that miracle that obviously the four writers all in unison agreed, we have to talk about this miracle and put it into our gospel. Yeah, and, and I agree. You know, you think I thought about, you know, I just, I just taught on this the other day in our Wednesday Bible study that we have here about Lazarus being raised from the dead. I mean, Jesus raised people from the dead, and and, and it didn't get covered in every single gospel, and, and, and now the, the feeding does. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, something as powerful as Lazarus, you know, gets uh, gets coverage in John, and and that's it. But, yeah, feeding a bunch of people lunch got covered in all of them. Now, the magnitude of it, obviously amazing. I mean, 5,000 people. Can you imagine 5,000 people coming over for lunch, and you got to feed them all at once? Yeah, you, and that's one of those things you, you don't need to neglect to tell your wife about that. <laughs> hey, honey, I have a few people coming over. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be 5,000 men. Oh, by the way, they may bring their wives and their children, so it could get up to 15,000. And that's the other thing about this miracle is in every one of them, they count up the men. But it's not like it was a men's conference, right? It wasn't like Promise Keepers or something. It was, you know, an open conference for anyone to come to. So there had to have been women and children there. So really... We should be calling it the feeding of the 15,000 or the 12,000. All right. I want to come back. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and talk more with you, Troy, because I know we won't give away the whole book because that, that we don't have time for that, and we want people to get it and, and work through it themselves. But I want to come back, and I want to talk about some of the concepts uh, that you took away on, on some of the things that that there's that we're seeing in this, in this miracle that also, as you said, had a sequel. Uh, Fish Sandwiches is the name of the book. The Delight of Receiving God's Promises. Troy Smith is the writer. We have his link at rickandbubba.com. It's available where books are sold. Max Licato, uh, also part of you know, telling us to, to read this book. He, he's vetted it out. So we'll come back. We'll talk more with Troy right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I'm under the sponsors. The gravy, please. 20 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Bubba out. He'll be back on Wednesday. We're talking to Troy, Troy Smith. The book is Fish Sandwiches, The Delight of Receiving God's Promises, unpacking um, a miracle that appears in all four Gospels, The Feeding of the 5,000, and then its sequel, uh, The Feeding of the 4,000. And uh, obviously this was prominent because it finds its way into every gospel. I, Troy, I want to ask you about this as you did some research on this because, you know, in my mind, I know the Bible does not always read chronologically, uh, which I love the people that have come up with the chronological Bible. I don't know if you've ever studied one of those, but it's really cool. It puts them in, puts everything in the Bible in chronological order. Right. Uh, uh, but chronologically, do we believe the 5,000 had already happened before we got into this 4,000 situation? The Bible seems to read that way. Yeah, it does. And uh, the the feeding of the 4,000 appears in Matthew and Mark, and both times it appears after the mention, sometimes just one chapter uh, after the mention of the 5,000. So chronologically, yes, which 
brings up some interesting questions, doesn't it? It does because uh, you know when you look at the reading of of, of the two do- uh, the both documented the four thousand, Jesus literally says to them, "Okay, now tell me what we have," and they go. You know, we don't have the little boy this time. It doesn't mention that. They just say, well, we have seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. And at that point, do you think Jesus just looks at and? Is that ringing a bell with anybody? Um, what's going on here? Well, let me put into a context that I know you would understand there. Let's say that Jesus went to an Alabama game, <laughs> and all of his uh, apostles are Alabama fans. And he says to them, how are we going to feed all these people? And he puts together this whole process and feeds them, uh, let's say, hot dogs on hot dog buns. Right. Right? And then later, he goes to an Auburn game. Right. And he says to them, how are we going to feed these people? And they're like, you're not going to feed Auburn people, are you? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That actually has happened here in this state. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) it actually was was just, it was prejudice. Okay. Where they were was another, was really across the Sea of Galilee, we would say the other side ah, of the track. Ah, okay. And in that area are all, all people that were not Jews like themselves. And so I think they were sort of sitting there going, really? You, you want to feed these people too? And Jesus saying, hey, I'm an Alabama fan, and I'm an Auburn fan too. So really this ties into Jesus the moment he has with the woman, where obviously it's tongue-in-cheek. When the, the the Gentile woman, you know, wants a miracle, and he says to her, "Well, don't you know that you know uh, you, you don't give to dogs what's intended for the children?" And he obviously can't mean that, or else he's being very rude. Uh, yeah. And and she says, and she catches it, and says, "But you know, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off the the, the master's table." And, right. And he recognizes her faith. So this is really another example of that they're thinking that does explain it more. Yeah, we know you fed our people, but we should just send these people on, right? Yeah, that's right. And so also you can see that in the leftover baskets. There were 12 baskets left over with the 5,000, which obviously represents the 12 tribes. Right. The 4,000, there are seven baskets left over. Where, Where does that come from? Well, Deuteronomy 7 says that there were seven nations that the Lord your God says we're going to bring you into that land. And it begins to go over all the Hittites, Gergesites, Amosites, all those people. Seven nations. So he's saying, I'm here to feed the Jews, and I'm here to feed the non-Jews. And it's really an expression of love for all people. Now, you you, you talk about some of the different chapters, what we can find in here, and, and some of them you know, are, are pretty straightforward. But um, tell us a little bit about... Um, I noticed you, one of the titles says he will take care of your spiritual needs, you know, because I think a lot of times with some of the name it and claim it and prosperity gospel out there, uh, they, they want you to believe if you have enough faith, then, you know, not you won't just have your, your needs met. It, it'll be in abundance, and you really would never be hungry, never be sick, and never have any issues if you just had enough faith. Uh, but really Jesus is pointing to something that is bigger than that, and that's our spiritual need. Yeah, you know, one of the yeah one of the uh, nine promises is uh, the promise of spiritual health. Right. And and so I, th- I I think with this particular one, what you see is that imagine if there was one person in the crowd that was saying, 
uh, hey, uh, God, you know, I have gluten-free issues, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, or I'm a vegetarian, and um, could I have a special order in all of this? And God is saying, no, I'm going to provide exactly what you need. Right. And, and, and remember this, all the people, this was just one lunch that they received that satisfied them beyond what they ever imagined. And so I think God is saying, I'm going to take care of your spiritual needs. I'm also going to provide for you, as he says in Matthew 6, you know, providing for us and the things that we need, that he's going to provide. It's not going to be extravagant. It may just be for the moment. Um, and that he's also going to be absolutely sure that our spiritual needs are met many times in communities. And that's the other part of this miracle that really, you know, being a, a pastor also, I loved. It's that when Jesus was about to do the miracle, he said to his apostles, break them up into groups of 50. Right. I saw that in here. Yeah. Wasn't that interesting? It's like, wait, why do that? Why not just sort of sit in rows and it's a big mega church kind of setting. Imagine 15,000 people, right? And you just sort of pass it out like a big communion. But he said, no, get in circles and look at each other Mm. while I hand this out. Well, it sounded like small groups. Yeah, 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 it really does, because you're right. He could have just said, all right, let's fan everybody at left to right here on this hillside, because normally, I learned this when I went to Israel. Of course, you already know this, Troy, but I always used to think that he would be talking from the top of a hill down. He actually said, because of the acoustics, he was at the bottom of the hill talking up, and everybody fanned out across the hill. Uh, So, yeah, he could have just gone left to right, everybody get in a row, Mm -hmm. and let's go. Yeah, and think about the conversation. You know, here they all sitting in circles. He's handing out the food. I mean, what are they saying to each other? Uh, wow. Can you imagine? I mean, look at look what just happened. All of us got fed. Uh, probably one person said something like, well, what do you think? What did that mean to you? Or what do you think he's trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, yeah. These spiritual conversations just break out, but it's the perfect picture of the church today. Here's Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with the, with really the bread you know, being himself, I'm the bread of life. Sure. He's handing it out to the pastors or apostles, so to speak, who then deliver it to the churches. And within those churches, they are blessed and their needs are taken care of, not just because of the truth of what happened, but because of the relationships that they're building with one another. Mm, that's good. I, I love on the 5,002, one of my favorite points is Philip. Um, I got a kid with some fish and bread. You know, yeah. I, I just uh, knowing that there's no way that's enough for these fifteen thousand people. But you got to have a Philip in the church that says, "I'll tell you what we got. Here's what we got to work with." <laughs> you know, because I would have been the person that would have been like, "This is this hopeless. What what are we doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have a Philip that says, "I found a, I, there's a boy with some fish and bread. Can we work with that?" Because <laughs> really, Jesus didn't even need that. Uh, no, he didn't need it, but but I think he wants us to participate right. in these tremendous blessings that occur. So yeah, we need Phillips, but we need people that are like that boy yep. who is willing to say, you know what, this is all I have, but I'm willing to give it all to you, Jesus, so that mm-hmm. all of these people can be blessed at once. So we need boys too, like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, that's right. You can you can, you can, you got to go find the person, but you better find somebody who's willing to give it, or or, or that find doesn't do much, does it? Hey, I just wonder how Philip sort of uh, weeded that that kid out of everything, too. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, anybody here got any food? <laughs> <laughs> Troy, thanks. It's a pleasure. What a great idea, great book, great concept. Glad the Lord led you to write it. 
and we're all going to benefit from it. Fish Sandwiches is the name of it. Uh, it's available wherever books are sold. There's a link at rickandbubba.com. Troy, great to connect again. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, Rick. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Radio Revolution, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. Your phone calls, you want to get in here at 866 We Be Big. How'd you sleep last night? You struggle? Well, you uh, you could have been sleeping on a Casper mattress, and that could have been a lot different. Go to Casper.com, use the code Bubba. You get $100 off toward the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com. The code is Bubba. The most comfortable mattress you've ever slept on. They're celebrating their fifth birthday right now. Do you know that Casper's been – well, it went by fast, didn't it? Casper's been around for five years now. They've uh, they've changed and revolutionized uh, the sleeping experience, and they'll ship the mattress to your door, uh, and it has those four layers of pressure-relieving foams for all-night comfort. You need it softer under the shoulders and firmer under the hips for healthy alignment and extra extra support. Plus, they give those breathable foams so you don't get hot and sweaty and toss and turn. And, boy, going into spring and summer, you're going to be thankful for that, especially if you live anywhere near the part of the world we live in. Boy, if you've never – I always feel so bad for those people that have just moved to Alabama but they haven't been through summer yet. And they, they're so happy. Uh, they're, just, they're just loving spring and winter, and they think it's just fantastic. And I go – Check back with me on July 18th. Uh, but anyway, right now, you can get it shipped to your home. They'll let you try it for up to 100 nights. Free shipping and returns are available. If you don't like it inside those 100 nights, you're out nothing, okay? But you're going to love it. Uh, go to rickandbubba.com, too. There's also a link there under the sponsors. But we haven't talked about this. Uh, Sri Lanka, my goodness, guys, this terrorist attack oh, that happened yeah. – over the weekend, horrifying, and it looks like it was all planned and synchronized, and and these were attacks on churches. Uh, so these are these are Christian people uh, that were trying to celebrate uh, the Holy Weekend, uh, the the you know cru- crucifixion and resurrection, and uh, these terrorists were designed to go in and kill, and boy, they did. Um, and they're, they're just talking about they're trying to figure out just how m- uh, the the official toll and. Everything and uh, it lasted for 30 minutes. They know 290 people uh, are dead, uh, but I'm sure that number sadly will likely go up as they continue to go through the rubble and, and everything that happened. So, um, but they're they're saying this was synchronized. It was planned. The attacks all happened at the same time. They try to do it at the busiest time uh, so that they can uh, set the blast off when the most people were in there. Just a her- uh, terrible, terrible thing. And um, and they said um, some of this has been caught on cameras and things like that that were in the area. Just a very sad, sad story. And I don't know the the makeup of Sri Lanka very well, as you said, Speedy. The our I don't know if you remember our connection to Sri Lanka was when we had the their Olympic rifle team came by the studio. I do remember that many many years ago. I but do uh, but yeah, I'm not I'm not that up to date on um, the dynamic there, but. You see the the symbolism. They they took Christians and killed them on Easter. Yeah, I mean you don't have to read a whole lot into that. No, and so, I think what they've arrested thirteen and and they, um, 
the, the, the I guess every day more and more is coming. I didn't even realize it because I just left all kinds of social media and news and everything. So I, I was late in the day when I when I discovered what was going on. It was yeah. more like dinner time, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Um, yep. And then, you know, you, you hear it and then you okay, I had to dial in and go, okay, Sri Lanka, that's what south of India, right? I don't know. And an island, I think. I right? think you're correct. I, I think. But, but it sounds odd for me to be saying that you're correct on geography mm-hmm. uh, or me being correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you know, some people don't have maps. Yeah. And, I know. Uh, but, I know. Uh, you know, Miss Teen South Carolina was very concerned about this. Yeah. But, right. um, but the. Pulling, um, pulling it up. Yeah. Here. But, but anyway, I, I'm assuming that, uh, and this is just an assumption, but in reading this, looks like it's confirmed. So these would be Christians that were attacked uh, by Muslims. Correct. Uh, because, you know, obviously they, they have a little bit of a frowny on any Muslims who convert to Christianity. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you're right. So yeah, it's just it's just below there. It is an island just, just below the southern tip. I'm reading here where international intelligence agencies were warning them back early April that this was a possibility, and several folks didn't take action. Yeah, so you got a little bit of that going yeah, on too, right. and I don't know all the details there, but they're saying the warnings were there and uh, ignored, okay, in some form or fashion. Um, also, uh, around the world, I'm looking at this and I'm trying to think about what it would be like here. Is this is this um, Ukraine's version of Donald Trump winning the presidency? Um, it sounds like it, doesn't it? It does. They, they've got a comedian. Uh, and president, I guess, of a TV network or something there. So he's the man now? And he has been elected Ukraine president? Yes. With no political experience of any kind? Yeah, right. Okay. Well, uh, well, I mean, they see what's happening here. I mean, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it's been, uh, I mean, as far as the way we are getting things done that politicians just would never do. Um, and, um, and now Ukraine seems to be following suit here. Yeah. <laughs> No. Zelensky, is that his name? Yeah, the the yeah, picture Zelensky. the picture they have of him here, that's that that looks like a rough hairpiece. Comedian there. and actor. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a president on TV. Oh, he plays a president. Okay. Yeah, now he is. When I said TV president, oh, wow. I thought that meant he owned, you know, maybe a network or he something. He plays his country. Yeah. How about that? So he he, <laughs> he pretends <laughs> that's even more weird. He, yeah. he pretends to be a president on TV and is a comedian actor, and then the people voted him as real president? 73% voted mm-hmm. him. Would this be like Martin Sheen winning yeah, when he was would. on West Wing? It would. <laughs> huh? It would. Yeah. One of my favorite shows of I all time. Gonna gonna they're going to find out that Clearly he's actually only – they're going to figure out that he's just portraying a president. Right. Well, I, I think – I'm telling you, I think Donald Trump's giving people – I mean, people are trying well, to go yeah. another way. I mean, God, yeah. guys, y'all want a comedian, look at AOC. Yeah, ain't that Oh, boy. Yeah. The notorious AOC is – she is just getting – have you seen the thing now where they have the little girl that's, that's doing that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's funny. That is good. Yeah. The the notorious AOC, see that that's a step in the other I mean that's a Yeah, wow. Yeah, and uh, now are we are we to the point now where we think that that Biden is going to try to I mean he's running now. Yeah. It's official. Right, there's a lot of women been hugged, but yeah, he's gonna try it. I know. Well, again though, I, I think he's messing up some of the strategy. We've been talking about this all last week. That the Democrats need to need to get some of these AOCs and Bernie Sanders and and throw them out there and let them, let them get beat and let them get beat so they mm-hmm. can come back and say this is not what we need here. <laughs> but uh, but I don't know. But I, I mean, you think about it. If you it was already strange enough in this country that Trump got elected. <laughs> yeah. 
picture if you were in another country and, and somebody said, now, who, who got elected? And they're like, you know, that guy that does that, he fires people on TV. Yeah, the apprentice. You're fired, <laughs> does the apprentice. I mean, got think, real bad hair. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Think, think about that. So, so you might have seen him when, you know, David Letterman did Trump or Monkey. Yeah. That, I mean, think how – I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he hasn't done a good job. No, but it was bizarre. But, but the, fact that, the fact that some things have got are getting done that normally don't get done by, you know, I lick my fingers and put my finger up there and see which way the wind blows politicians. Yeah, he did. Some of these care. other countries may go, well, now I'm not I'm not saying this guy'll do a great job and it sounds sounds weird that people don't know he's not really the president. Mm. But um that he plays the president on TV is that makes it even better. Yeah, yeah, and it's um he's known uh, uh for his role on Ukrainian TV in a series called Servant of the People. Yeah. The show follows a teacher who unexpectedly becomes the president after an angry rant about corruption is posted on online by his students, and it, it kind of plays it out, and then now it's kind of becoming... But people think it's real. <laughs> uh, Craig's on Highway 280. God love him. Hey, Craig, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, hey, it's actually good today, but You're I just probably jinxed myself. Um, yeah, I was just calling in. It's funny when I talk to Democrats and I remind them that Trump is a businessman, not a Republican or a Democrat. And it's about time we had a businessman run probably the largest business in the world. Yeah. So, I, and, and, thank but, God he wasn't a comedian. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> see, but think about it, because you know how people, even in our own country, you know, we don't pay attention like we once did. But picture if you're in another country. See, they may have not realized that Trump's background is not The Apprentice. But that's all they know him for. Yeah. So, so they could they could really mistake this and think, hey, they had some guy who did a TV show and he's done pretty well, but they don't know the background of Trump, the businessman, yeah. and they just think he was a TV guy, and so they went and got another TV guy. So I I don't know that they should expect the same results unless this guy has some sort of corporate background as well. Uh, they may they may think I, you know because can't you see how they would have thought Trump was just a TV guy? Sure. Mm. I mean, if you didn't if you didn't know any better. Right. Yeah. So and uh, and at times. It feels like we're on The Apprentice again, doesn't it? But you're right. But but I can tell you there's from people who've tried to go into politics as businessmen, they'll tell you just what you said, sir. You start talking about let's bring businessmen in here or businesswomen in here and straighten this stuff out, they don't want any part no. of it. Because they, they, they like being in control. We'll be back. Final calls of the hour. All lines are available right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Golden ticket seats today. Let's go. Let's go. All right, we got an anniversary going. Uh, We got an anniversary for Lee and Kevin Misso. No? Yeah, stupid skunk. All right, so. Close enough. All right, I got Y'all two. I got two. Is it Scooby and uh, Jerica? Jerica, I'm sorry, Cruz. Is that where the yeah, anniversary yeah. is? Scooby and Jerica. All right, I'm sorry. Skunk gave it to Kevin and Lee. And, he uh, said they looked like they were on the I got, anniversary. <laughs> you said, yeah, I guess because they were making out back here in the Golden Ticket seat. <laughs> All right, so we, we got Scooby and Jerica Cruz, 25 years Woo! married today. One, two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Hey, by the way, it's just two years, not 25. 
What in the world? I thought y'all looked really young. Golly. I did. My I goodness, thinking, they've aged well. Did y'all get married at 10? Because I've been married 30, and I'm thinking, my God. I'm looking down here. I think that may be two, but he's put a five by it, I guess, is the Y in year. I mean, does that not look that like 25? Scooby said it felt like twenty five. That I, I would get. That does look like twenty five. Doesn't like twenty five. It does. But I think you look closer. I think it is two. He just made it look like twenty five. <laughs> uh, and he gave it to the wrong piece. Got the miso bunch. You know, doing something here. All right. So we got. We found the anniversary. Look, ha- happy anniversary to somebody. Scooby for some kind of year. Yeah. And Jerrica, two years married today. Done. Got that. That was done. All right. We got Kevin that. and Lee. I don't know what's going on with them. They got us the All right, come on for it. All right, well, I'll, I'll go through everybody else, and you come on in and bring me, bring me. We'll bring those gifts up. All right, so also here today, Dwayne and Anna Beach. We got everything smooth there. Everything fine there. All right, and what about Tony and Shelly Wilbanks? They are having an anniversary. And Greg, you're gonna have to sing on this one. Yeah, come on, Greg. You gotta sing, thank Greg. You, They're married either oh, 13 cool. years or one year. All right, so uh, <laughs> we thank you, sir. What? Two. Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. Greg, helps a lot. Greg, that's awful. You got to give more than that. All right. Uh, he had fruit in his mouth. Greg, give us the number between one and eight. Ah, uh, six. Six. Congratulations, Anna Beach. Anna, you got yourself a fifty-dollar gift card. Anna, hey, I got fifty. Anna, fifty. Lunch is on me, and uh, so Anna will be providing lunch. Uh, Doctor Dudney actually providing it with a fifty-dollar. Uh, gift card from American Express. Use that any way you want. And Some. don't forget the cutoff for Fix Mama's Mouth with Dr. Dudney is Monday the 29th. So you got to get those in. If you haven't followed the instructions to get Mama in there for Fix Mama's Mouth, you got to do it. All right, so our gifts that we got here today from uh, from Kevin and Lee, what do, what do we have here? Uh, we got Yeti them. mugs. We got Yeti mugs. Which are awesome. Right, we got, that we got some right Yeti there. mugs. From we got a little engraving on them, Riverbrook Construction. Oh, uh, shameless Been running drunk and Design. Like what did you just say? River, Riverbrook Construction. Okay. Said it again. Shameless. You've been doing what during the Love construction? This. We build houses. We do renovations, remodels, new construction. Do it all. Awesome. Awesome. I, got I like it. I want to know why Speedy got the sharp white one. He did, didn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. We, we, we brought, four, we brought white, black, and stainless. Y'all can trade them out. Look, them. No, I'll, I'll, you had Speedy at free. Okay. There you why go. is this on me? <laughs> By the way, these are nice. These they are, are real nice. I love these. Are these. Are nice. I love these. Ooh, Rick, I'm going to steal yours. I just want to say, I really I like, I like, I like this. I, I have this. I'm not I'm just saying swap. this. I drink a mug every morning on the way, and I was about time I need to change my because It's pretty skanky. Yeah. Here it is. You know what else? He just says it's skanky. You know what, Greg? My just wife, my move wife move just told me that we, we needed more of this type of stuff because now our 17 year old started drinking yeah. coffee. Awesome. And, oh, really? Which hurt. Now I got to have more Buzzbox. My Buzzbox order is not big enough now. How about that? Uh, y'all went first class. Y'all you really did. did. Thank, you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Man. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate God. that very much. And happy anniversary when you have one. I'm, re- I'm realizing now that the fact that Bubba's not here, I need to be thankful for the one I've got because if he was, I would not I would have been left out. You would have, by yeah, the way. It would have been Ruth Chris all over And Bubba again. doesn't drink coffee, so there's no harm. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. We brought Bubba one. We got you one. He got a white one, by the way. Adler clearly gets his today. Yeah, let Adler have his. Bubba doesn't drink coffee anyway. He doesn't. Bubba doesn't. He does this weird thing where he warms up Mellow Yella from time to time. But he stopped doing it. But he stopped doing it. He said it was too much today. Y'all look. 
looked at me like I was crazy. He really did put Meliella no, in the microwave one day. He did. Because he didn't want he, he wanted the warm. Well, he was jealous of us having yeah. warm drinks and he didn't have one. He really did attempt. So it. everybody gets Buzzbox coffee Thank today to put in the so mug, much. so that's good. Love this. And then everybody gets a Ricky and Bubba double C D today, too. Thank you very much, guys. We appreciate yeah, that. Thank, you, thank, thank you. you very much. To the phones we go. Eight six eight six six we be big Robert is out of Auburn, Alabama. Robert, welcome to the program. Thanks for your patience. Hey, I uh, got a, one question and a comment. All right, bring it. Uh, did we n- remember why George H.W. Bush lost the election in 92? Uh, we, he lost it because he said that he wouldn't raise taxes, and then the Democrats said, let's cut a deal, come across the aisle. He did, and then they used it against him. Well, the, 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 real, the real thing that lost the election for him was H. Ross Perot through his hat. Well, that's rain. true. Yeah. That, that yeah, was part of it. You're true. right. And the facts. That, that a- was the biggest part. Well, now, and then remember, H.W. also kept asking everybody who their favorite uh, magician was. Yeah, I forgot right. about that. Now, I also think <laughs> Trump was a, uh, is a third-party candidate, but he was smart enough to not run on the third-party ticket because he knew that Republicans are going to vote Republicans and Democrats are going to vote Democrats. Yep. Yeah, so no. I think he's an actual third party, and I thank God every day that he was smart enough not to run the third party. Well, if you look at that election and Hillary just got schooled, uh, the Trump campaign, you can talk about all you want to about his turnover and whatever. The campaign, the people he had on that campaign, that campaign was brilliantly done. Now, can it, now can he go back and do it again? Um, you Because know, now you know, everybody kind of knows the strategy now. Uh, it's all according to who the – who the Democrats put out there, I know. Yeah, I, and uh, and we'll see. But I, I think his his approval rating is is leveled off and is not going down. And I think people like that things are getting done. And I think that they've also done a good job of the things that aren't getting done. That he's saying it's not getting done because of them. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the only reason why I haven't got this other part done is because of them. And you see that the things I can do, I'm doing. So if he can keep that message clear, you know, then then he make it he can make yeah. it, maybe win it again. And if you're a Democrat, you go, well, thank God for the founding fathers finally come to the conclusion that we only can do eight years. Um, and, you know, you didn't like it when Obama couldn't run again, but you're awful happy about it now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Paul in Athens, Alabama. Paul, go ahead. All right. In the past two years, Europe has seen over. 820 churches get vandalized, 20 of which have been burned to the ground. Yet in less than 24 hours, they're saying that the Notre Dame Chapel was not an act of arson, and it was an accident. Now, this is all done without an investigation being done into the matter. Now, something here is going on, and there's it's very fishy. Now, I'm sitting outside my university about to walk in and take an exam. The local library here, their book club is pushing – Trevor Noah, I am the enemy. I'm a white male. Everyone in the university hates me. There seems to be an attack on the Western religion and culture. And I'm telling you, me as a white male, I'm here to help anyone and everyone. I'm not against you. I don't understand what's going on, but yeah, things we, need to change. I think you're right. I mean, if, if this had been a mosque that had burned and it was, let's say it was the Dome of the Rock, you know, it would be wall-to-wall coverage, nonstop. Who did this, and what was the evil intent? This was bigotry. It was whatever. But if you burn down a church, or you know, uh, you, I mean, think this is this is Notre Dame. This is not some. This is an icon. And to your point, whether it should or shouldn't be, that's not the point right here. What I'm saying is, it represents. 
you know, Christianity, mm-hmm. and we can argue on our theology all we want to, but I'm talking about let's just stay for, for simplicity right now. And people are ready to explain it away like that, to your point, and say, oh, you know, it's it, 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 nobody attacked it. And then you go all over Europe, these churches have been burned. Ah, well, it's a, you know, it, it's a different animal when Christians are persecuted as opposed to other religions. And on that point, you're 100% right. Thanks for being with us. Of course, that's right out of the Bible. Uh, thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.